Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. Here's your host, Chris, here, and Deepom. And we are on to part two of our Into the Hickmanverse uh, podcast series, where we are talking Jonathan Hickman's turn into the Marvel Universe. Um, the last episode, we did kind of a reread, if you will, of because we've done it several times, of uh, Secret Warriors. Um, so we did that, and now we are jumping into... A series that I think I believe the timeline is he wrote started writing this in the first like the first volume dropped maybe right after or right in the middle of doing uh Secret Secret Warriors. I believe the publication date on this was the twenty ten. Which is hilarious. Right. Um we don't finish we don't talk about the end of this when this is finally ended Um but I know the first <laughs> the first six did start uh April twenty ten. Um, with the unholy resurrection of uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Um, and again, if you guys remember hearing us talk about this in our Secret Warrior series, we got to like, what was it? It was like issue, like issue 25 of Secret Warrior. I was in the mid-20s, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the 20s where you start, uh, I got to open right now because I'm looking at it because I had to go back. After reading the series, I had to go back and read that one issue. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, when did all this happen? Yeah, 1961, which is around the time of the war. Oh, God. This is which awful. is when you realize that, that, that the dates matter. Yeah, it's like all the dates start fucking mattering. Yeah, it's, it's actually <laughs> issue 25. So issue 25 of Secret Warriors is the one where we walked. You're like, yeah, you're, you're going to read that one. You're going to not understand anything that happens in it. You're going to wonder why the fuck is Leonardo da Vinci there? Where the fuck is all the stuff they're going to get? What are they doing? Like, you're going to wonder what all this shit is. And the answer is going to come in S.H.I.E.L.D. And it was, it was like, I'm going to tell you, you're just not going to, you're not right. going to be interested in any sort of logical time frame because I do want to talk about that to start this whole thing off. Because I, it, it's the elephant in the room that couldn't show up on time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's where you're like, oh no. Because it's also the beginning. This is what, like, rereading this, this is the first time it's him by himself. Mm hmm. Is he Secret Warriors? It's, it's a tear, but it's him and Bendis. And obviously, as he can said in the exit letter on Secret Warriors, if Brian Bendis asks you to write a series with him about Nick Fury, you say yes. Right. And what I don't know if Bendis knew at the time or could have suspected was that he had unleashed this man on the Marvel Universe. <laughs> this monster he created? <laughs> it's the thing that would be that would at one point devoured well because you it it's like he doesn't forget shit and 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 you will forget more than john hickman remembers and writes down Mm -hmm. he'll bring things in like it's like when you realize going back to that issue 25 when you realize the life model decoy that they are pulling the stuff out of is actually Leonardo da vinci's body Mm-hmm. From when he put a life mark, like it's like, and that doesn't, and all of that doesn't really get revealed until whew, what was it in the volume two of Shield? I think in volume two of Shield, yeah, yeah, they revealed that, yeah, that was that was a life model decoy, and yeah, he was buried there, and and that's what that was, and all the things which, there, for the record, came out a solid six years after Secret Warriors, like after yeah. issue drop, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very nice we can read this in a collective space, but I'm feeling a certain type of I'm not saying nerd <laughs> gatekeeping, but I waited. Well, here's the thing that I, I, I gotta say, like 
I think this is one of those things that, and I think people have now gotten used to it. It's like getting used to um, a Christopher Nolan movie. Like, if you still come into those expecting to get all the answers right away, and also the fact that they're, they both tell you what they're going to do right up front, and expecting something different, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna think there's plot holes. You're going to think there's things that are missing. But in reality, it's like either you're, you're too early <laughs> and you're wanting the answer too early, or you just weren't paying attention at the beginning where he literally calls his shot and tells you what he's going to do, right? And I think those are the things that you're not... Cause, cause, and in, and in the, every series is also building on the next. Because I'm, I'm reading S.H.I.E.L.D. and all I can think about is Fantastic Four. You know, like I'm reading that and I'm thinking about Fantastic Four or I'm thinking about, you know, the Avengers series and the things that are dropped in, in these things that I'm like, I know might not seem like a lot, but then d- get paid off years and years later when he comes back Chris, to the Chris, fold. There's a there's some stuff happening in X Men. Right. That's he might be crazy. Oh yeah, I think he is. I mean, just wanted to say that out loud to someone. Yeah, it's these are. This is the thing that 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 makes me love reading these books because every time you read them, you you see something new. Because by the time you go back and read them again, he's writing something else. And you're going like, oh wait, that's right. This. I mean, we kept mentioning again. There's a thing in here that just keeps that we keep mentioning, keep dropping, and it's just the fact that yeah, apocalypse just keeps showing up. <laughs> like and 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 nobody calls it out nobody says anything apocalypse was just there in the background as they're talking about you know the uh the the first uh, basically the, the the creation of shield the 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 creation of you know the one man the one that stands in the gap right mm-hmm. and and it, it it's it's apocalypse and it makes sense because when you look at the timeline everything that deals with apocalypse like yeah you know apocalypse was there around emotive time and he was there you know, in ancient Egypt, and he did fight the brood because we did see that in one. Oh shit! This yeah. is all. It's, it's one of yeah, those, it's, and and it's not. It's again. It's it's not one of the things that Hickman himself calls out or brings attention to, and somebody goes looking at a thing, going like, "Oh wait, that's the apocalypse. That's one of the." Doesn't say any. Just he's he's there. If you see it, if you under, if you get it, if you know, you know. If you're reading, to, if you're reading to say you read it, maybe you didn't pay attention. Mm-hmm. But at some point, he told the artist, "Hey man." So I want you to draw like a like super pharaoh type apocalypse fighting in the scene. I want it to be centered in the image. Mm-hmm. You know, what are the words going to say about it? No, 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 we're not going to go. No, no, just just draw it. Mm-hmm. Just draw it. Just draw it. It'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild, man. Yeah, and 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 this whole entire series is wild because then you also get again you also get. Um, Howard and Howard Stark and <laughs> Van Richards, right? As agents, oh, as agents, as agents of the Shield Secret Shield organization, and the entire time I'm reading, it's going like, no, wait, it's not that that Howard, that thing. What? No, what? And you watch Nathaniel get split into all the different versions, right? Turn different versions of himself, yes, doing the Great Hunt and everything that happens in Fantastic Four. Like it's. So stupid! It's but why? But again, and, 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 and right, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, and again, that stuff might not matter. But like, if you read the stuff later on, you see how much it does matter, right? Like, there's a, I think it's yeah, it's in the, I think it's in the first six, where you have 
Howard and Nathaniel talking about leaving their family and and mm-hmm. and doing and be, being Agent Shield the entire time. And and you realize if you again if you know that this is if you if you put because because the thing you hear Nathaniel Nathaniel and Richard and how do you know if they really kind of like they don't they don't even really like call out like that you like you know it's them and I don't even know if they say Nathaniel Richards I think they they, they definitely call Howard Stark so you know that's a Stark and when he says Nathaniel so you might not even really put two and two together that it's Nathaniel Richards. And so when he's leaving his kid and he's doing all this stuff and he's going away and they're talking about this stuff, they talk about how hard it is. And he's like, yeah, I, I will see them again. It doesn't like resonate when you read it. Right. I mean, it's there kind of, okay, sure. Whatever. But then, and again, this is where, why the Hickman stuff, I think to me carries so much weight is that when you then go and read the fantastic four series and you know, that's, we always talk about how that series is a series about fathers and sons. Like, it comes back full forth, and it's so it makes what happens in, in that conversation between him and Howard so much more powerful. Because Howard is like talking about how, well, I'm just gonna fake my, I'm gonna have them fake my own death, right? I'm gonna have a car accident and be fine. And and then the end of the whole series is you have basically Howard leaving that message that you know Tony, which is you know that Tony is a builder, and 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 and, and like it's just like this the way that. Hickman has a way of putting the toys back in the box after completely like <laughs> mind shattering them, but they're never put back. Go ahead. I was gonna say, but they're never put back exactly the same way, and they're always put back in a way that allows the telling of the next story to be even more bold, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing that I love so much about it because you're like, wait, okay, what? There's so much you can tell here, and if nobody, and here's the thing. If nobody else touches it, because it's like, I'm not touching that shit. It's too fucking weird. I have no idea. He's like, all right, cool. I got it. So nobody touches it? All right, cool. We're going to bring that shit back now. Ten years later? Doesn't matter. We got it right here. You know? It's, 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 it, makes such a, it makes such a fulfilling read when you read them over and over and over again and back to back to back. You, you're now able to go back. Like I said, we just did Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., going back and reading S.H.I.E.L.D. Now I'm going back and seeing the timeline at one point. When you know you have um, the war going, you, you have the buildup between uh, Leonardo da Vinci and Sir Isaac Newton, and that timeline at that point, when 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 uh, da Vinci shows back up, it's like wait, fifty-seven to sixty, right? And so, and then when you, I just looked at the timeline, and when uh, uh, Le- uh, Leonardo da Vinci shows up and brings all the different people together around the the, the Kodiak uh, uh, the zodiac wheel, it's sixty-one, and I'm like, oh shit. This times do matter. They're, but but then again, we can get into Michelangelo and how all time is just doesn't really matter, and everything happens all at once anyway. So it's my brain's gonna hurt. Well, it's it's wild. So I love the big ideas that he puts forward immediately: the greater science, the hidden arts, the secret alchemy, the quiet math, the silent truth. He tells you what he's going to do, mm-hmm. and if you re- and so because of this, I've pounded through a lot. I've read most of what we're going to be doing over the series already during the course of this. And when you do that, you start to see themes come together: the idea of fathers and sons and what they owe to each other. They do the duality of yes, Richards and Stark. Believe in two two fathers, mm-hmm. and what they mean. It's 
expansion versus contraction, life versus death. It's the idea that I'm bribing these people with eternal life. But that's only a fear of death. It's and he does it again. He does it again in Fantastic Four, and he does it again with Avengers. Mm-hmm. He does it again in Secret War. Like it's it's so interesting to watch kind of him shape his ethos in the lens through which he's viewing all of this. But he's able to do it, like you said, and put the pieces back in the box. But with this, they're largely his pieces. And that's the wild part. They're largely, like, yes, there have been, there've been Richard's stories told and Howard Stark's story largely told, but you're able to fold it in here. You're able to fold it in and not disrupt history of Leonardo da Vinci, the LMD died for. Live as I said, I would have lived, brother. And you're right, it goes back to issue 25 and them in the wheel, and you're being like, and, and you happen to be curious enough to say, wait, what the hell was that? <laughs> right. <laughs> and John Link was like, You really want to know? Right. Here. And volume one is Newton versus Da Vinci with Nostradamus, Nikola Tesla, Nathaniel Richards, Howard Stark, and literally like something that's been floating around the Marvel Universe for years the definition of where the infinity formula come from. Right. Right. It's like, wait a second. It's, He's able to say, oh, here's just the underpinnings for everything that we've always, the, the things that we've always just accepted. All right. Here's the why. Why does our Reed Richards, and he does this fast four later, but why does this read the one in the multiverse who loves his family this much? Mm-hmm. Because every boy deserves a death. Which is what Franklin says when he kicks the thing in your back. Like, it's just for me, it's it's so definitely woven and, and it's so tied inexorably to everything else. And man, it's a pretty book too. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin, it's Dustin so Weaver. pretty. Yeah, Dustin Weaver draws. It almost makes me forgive the delight. Like, reading it at once makes me forgive the actual experience of trying to do just this book. <laughs> Right. Because basically, what what happens is, is is basically the last two issues don't come out until seven years later, right? Like that is, oh boy, that is it's frustration begins to scratch the surface. Right, 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 right. It's just oh my god. Um. So 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 what what is this book? This, this book is again, it's really giving you the history of the shield, and you get a little bit of it in that Secret Warriors, right? When you mm-hmm. get this idea of the of the shield and the spear, and this idea that shield is much older than just being some clandestine, you know, intelligence agency, you know, multi nation intelligence agency, right? Um, what it turned out is basically a secret occult organization <laughs> um, yeah. that was founded back in ancient Egypt. You know, when they uh, when Amotep fought off a brood invasion, um, and mm-hmm. since then, it's basically you know been this organization that has fought to um, ensure that you know the end of the world doesn't happen before it's supposed to. <laughs> you know, you know the whole what is their whole thing is uh, the world might die, but not today. You know, now now right. when the world ends, you know. And and so you you get these you get various flashbacks of of different 
um, uh, characters throughout history who are members of S.H.I.E.L.D., who are fending off things like, you know, a Galactus, you know, uh, a, a, you know, a Galactus <laughs> invasion, um, a Celestial coming down. Like, there's all these things um, coming down here. I also forgot, it's not just Apocalypse, there's also Moon Knight. Moon Knight is also in here as well. Just, like, it's the just, thing, it's the thing woven. Yes. It's, mar- it's Marvel. Like, that's the thing that, yes, the book is entitled S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's just... The history of the Marvel Universe. Well, and and that's the thing, right? Yeah, right. And and I think that's the thing that Hickman, just in in general, since we're we're really doing this Hickman series, the thing that that makes Hickman's stuff so so good is that throughout the entire thing, it's usually rooted in the history of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> if that stuff happened, it's there. We're gonna build on it, and it's why we—it's why we love Marvel so much because their history matters. And even when there's crazy, weird things you don't understand, you know that at some point somebody's gonna come back in and use that as something. And especially somebody like Hickman, it's right. not there just to be there. Like you don't show up on a planet in the future, or you don't show up on Earth in the future in 2060, and there's statues of of Immortus there, and just nobody says shit. You know, it's like you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just, he just. But he, he told Dustin Weaver, yeah, you dropped a giant immortal statue. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to say about it? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. And, but, but you have Nathaniel Richards right there. I know. Say nothing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's that kind of stuff that, that, but, the, but you know, and, and that's the high, the, the high stuff that you connect to all the things, but then the story itself is, it's interesting itself as well because you get the, right. the 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 key disagreement between da, da Vinci and 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 Newton is you know da Vinci is trying to you know thinks that you know we we don't need to succumb to like what was the there was that that issue where they were talking about um uh when Galileo was in, in charge and he was like yeah you, you know. Uh, somebody call me master, but call, you can call me brother, right? right? And then when Newton does it, he flips it. He's like, somebody call me brother, but you can call me master. And it's this idea of, you know, what's, and there's also this idea of free will of like, should we give into the idea? We know how the world is. We know how everything's going to end. We should just give into it. It's nothing we can do about it. Just, you know, that's what it is. Everything else you're trying to do is fruitless or no, we continue on like we always have. And, the world might end, but not today, right? And and you you get down to these two fundamental things, and 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 having to deal with those, and and that's the core of this. But then there's so much other stuff wrapped up in here. You know, there's the stories of, again, another story of father and sons. You know, um, like that. <laughs> they they took that line from a, a you know, uh, Garden of Galaxy two took that line from from this book. I feel like you know, it's like when at one point I think it was it Michelangelo says it to no no. Was it Michelangelo that says it to to um that says it to Leonid? Somebody says to him, "Oh no no, Da Vinci says it to him." He's like, you know, just you know, there's a difference between who uh, who like who birthed you and who your father is, or something like that. Who raised you? Who raised you? Right, and and so you know, it, it, there's all of this tied into that because um yeah, there's just so much, so much. It's it's. It almost feels like too much. Like it's, it's able to accomplish and attempt and approach so many different things in so many different ways. The story of Tesla and Stark and Richards. Mm-hmm. It's a circular story. 
time travel story. Yeah. And he weaves in here beautifully. Right. But everything that happens has to happen. There's shift in issue two to uh, when Leonid and Leonardo are going down the, the staircase and it goes straight to prose. Mm-hmm. I was like, like, that's the other stuff Hickman does. And he's just pushing the story forward. And you feel almost lost while you're reading it. But it's moving forward with such assurance that you're like, I know it's going somewhere. Because mm-hmm. these are, it, it doesn't have the hook of like, oh, here's a bunch of characters you know. You know, he was able to convince them to not only publish this, but to let him publish it the way he does. It's the dueling ideals of, like you said, we can live forever, powered by hope and by human ingenuity, or we can control our own end in the ingenuity of destruction. And it's you're able to watch a great society be perverted on the notion of fear. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I mean, I would say commentary on today's what's going on outside, but it's also commentary on what's always going on outside during right. civilizations. Right. So it's super interesting to me that that commentary is able to be there and be present. And still tell the story he wants to tell. But and that's the funny thing, because when you start and, and you'll see this more when we get towards the end of reading all of these series. But that's always that's always the thing. It's again <laughs> the, as, as complex as Hickman's stories seem. At the end, they always come down to something very simple. When you look at every single one of his series, you know he says it, he says it again in, in Avengers. There were two men. One was life. One was death. Right. And and you get that, like when you get the the Fantastic Four series, you have you know uh, Reed Richards, but then you have Doom on the other side. You have Tony Stark. You got you got um, uh, uh, Steve on the other side. Like you get these these kinds of beliefs where you have two fundamental characters. It's almost it's weird because as much as Marvel has done now two Secret Wars, it's like you've always had it. You've you've had these <laughs> and the most basic stuff in what Higman does and what he. He literally draws the battle lines between two sides in which both sides can make compelling arguments. One is exactly. still both sides can make compelling arguments where you can understand how they came to that conclusion. Um, and then how do you deal with that, right? And from there, that's something that's so small you can grow out into these big, high-minded, com- uh, you know, almost convoluted like ideals that <laughs> that span like. Decades, right, and and decades of just in real life in terms of the the, the writing, but millennia in in the in the in the comics themselves. I mean, we start here basically with you know, I mean, at, towards the end they they basically rebuild the world, <laughs> you yeah. know, rebuild. So there you the, go. So this is what I want to be counting in this series. This is one. This is one time that Jonathan Hickman has literally destroyed and rebuilt a universe. And technically, everyone keep counting. And technically gave them two right because you also get that you also see in here especially towards the end of the entire series where he got the ideas for in, in, uh, incursions and the mm-hmm. of everything like you see it building up you see it in here where he's building up to what he does in his Inv- Avengers series 
it's, it's something that the wizard says to read in the beginning of the Fantastic Four. You've done the math too, haven't you, Reed? Mm-hmm. Time's running out. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's... <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah, it's it's so like when you step back and really look at it, it's a little weird, like a right. lot of weird. Well, and and again, this entire series is built built off of that. It's built off of the eventual end of the world mm-hmm. coming. You know, you 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 have, and, and what you get is you get members of these various members and brothers of Shield finding ways of in in any ways cheating that right <laughs> and finding ways to delay. What was supposed to be the end of the world, you know, like you, you get um, the one uh, who who basically convinces the celestial to have her son and the and uh, her her uh, her child in the sun instead of destroying the Earth or the Moon, right? Mm-hmm. And that all that does is delay it until you know Da Vinci has to come and rescue the child, and then like it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a domino effect. It, like you do it, you you limit it this one time, but then you gotta go and do it again over here, you know. Uh, when um, they first tried to use the machine that 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 can uh, give more power to the one man versus by draining some of the things, the thing you see us all Leviathan use, right? Mm-hmm. They like the first time it failed, it killed like a thousand of us when we yeah. tried it. It didn't work, and they try then they do it again, you know. And this time it's only, we only lost two thirds, right? Like they snuck that one in. They were like, this time it was successful. We only lost two thirds to the all. I'm like. Yeah. Okay, so we still okay. Oh, okay, all right, all right. They they had that one time in there where they again always read the stuff that's not part of the actual issue. <laughs> There's the one time when I think it, I can't I can't remember. I think it was Galileo having a communication back with the Vatican, and they decided. I think it was after they had stopped the um stopped uh, uh Galactus. They literally agreed that they would wipe ten days, switch to a new calendar, and wipe ten days out of history. And they would just pretend like those 10 days never happened. Because basically what they did to, to satisfy Galactus, they basically created another world to give to him to eat. And the Vatican's like, wait, you can't create life like that. That's going to just, that, wait, no. That's, that's not, ex- all right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to just create another calendar and pretend like those 10 days never fucking happened. All right? But then you step, but then you step back. You realize that, that was one of the plans for you to use to try to stop the incursions. Yes. Yes. No, there's, trust me, trust me. There were several times, there's several times I'm going this, I'm like, wait a minute, they've done this. <laughs> it's a circle. Yes. Like, it's really, really scary and funny. And then you, and I tell you right now, Chris, Secret Wars hits different after reading all of us together. No, it does. It absolutely does. It, 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 it does. <laughs> That's some, some shit, man. Right, because, well, well, because, yeah. so one of the things is that in order one of the things that Da Vinci's doing when he comes back is he's trying to build the human machine so that they can stop Sir Isaac Newton and, and, and stop this, this end. And he's working with Michelangelo and stuff like that. So when you go back and read Secret Warriors and you get to that issue 25, you realize at that point what he's doing is trying to get the other pieces he needs to complete the machine. You know, that's why he said, that's what they were all talking about. Like, well, you don't care. He's like, yeah, I don't care about this shit. I know this. Basically, because he doesn't say it then. But he's he, after reading shoot. I know he's thinking in his head. It's like, yeah, hey, that's not that's not how the world ends. It's like, like when because at some point somebody goes, you can't do this, and I can't remember. They're like, you can't do this. You're gonna give them the power, and they're gonna destroy the world. And he's just like, I don't care about that shit because I know that's not how it's gonna happen. So no. And and when you again, like you said, when you go back and read shield, and then go back and read that, you're like, 
that everything about oh, that entire issue now makes sense. When when you first read it, you're just like, that's just weird. Okay. Yeah. But now you go back and look at it, you're like, oh no, this is this was all just like it, it's so weird because you go back and read it now, and like all the secret warriors now, it's just a blip on the radar to a larger a larger war that's actually going on. Because that entire issue is dealing with this war between this three way war between Leviathan, Shield, and Hydra. And and then you're like, well, actually, this doesn't matter because this is all being waged in, in back in time, but then actually technically at the same time because, like, again, it's time doesn't travel that way. So it's like this is not nobody <laughs> cares, right? And like, I'm I'm just looking at this, I'm going like, okay, you know, <laughs> I just, it's just so much. Also, the you know when when Fury and them say that they didn't find uh, the life model decoy and that kind of stuff. That's also what I realized, and 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 Da Vinci just gives him a look like, all right, all right, niggas, all right. You know what? I didn't need that part anyway. Yeah, I didn't need that part anyway. But I just okay. It just all right. You guys got it. You got you got it. You know, it's just it's that kind of stuff. It's like when you start you start you know seeing how all these parts lay the foundation for everything else we deal with going forward in the Marvel universe. It's just it's ridiculous. It's just so much stuff, and it and it fits so perfectly. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it breaks anything. No, you know, it, it adds. It feels like it adds to what you're reading. It feels like so. The best stories are generational ones. The best stories are the ones that that, mm-hmm. that repeat themselves because that's how humanity works. You tend to repeat the same mistakes, right? Yeah, and right. Mm-hmm. Going forward, like knowing what we know. How the, the story he's going to tell, the ambition of it all. Mm-hmm. To say that, yeah, everything you're reading in volume one, it's going to make more sense once we show you that Michelangelo told us you're not to do this. Mm-hmm. The fact that they try to make sense with, when you think Hibbert Moore is Dr. Manhattan, and then you can relax and, and enjoy it. Like, that's what you understand. And, and, and actually, that's, that's the funny thing. You're right. Michelangelo really is Dr. Manhattan because at one point they try to recruit, they're trying to recruit him. And Michael has, has to basically tell Da Vinci, it's like, motherfucker, you're not recruiting me. I've already recruited you. <laughs> See what he tells him? It's like, he, he basically hits him with the, hits him with, what, 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 when, uh, when uh, Stroker frowned, he's like, I've been working for you the whole time. It's like, yeah, Da Vinci pretty much realizes, like, wait, oh, this is, he's like, Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this is, this all happened, like, has already happened. This is, uh, this is fine, right. And he goes, he says, now, my, now what do you say to Vinci? Uh, you son of a bitch, I'm in? Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, so, so we good now? All right, cool. You know, like even the, the last, the last, uh, second to last issue, right? And I see why I took, and again, I'm, it, I see why it took seven years because, like, it's basically happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, you get the, um, what was it? What, what was, what is, and then what could be, or something like that. Like, those right. are the three. The three, the three you get the three brothers, but then you also like that literally turns into three different timelines that they're actually fighting Sir Isaac Newton in. <laughs> so you get three. So you basically get the same panel happening in different spaces and different times at the same time, literally down to just like, hearing like, someone else say it out loud is really. It's it's it, like it's gonna like the first time you read it, you're gonna be confused, and it it took me the the the, till the third time, and and uh, when they get to the 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 last one, I was like. Oh, the height of modernity, the rebirth of man, the end of the world. Yeah, because when they get the three brothers, you don't think about it. You see them all at once, and you're, you just you don't think about it as them actually being 
basically the same brother, but three three different time, yeah. times. He's going to greet you. Hello. Right. I'm glad I said hello to you. Yeah. I I didn't I it just one of those things I, I I didn't it didn't put together when you meet him, but then when they put him in the machine and you see what happens and it literally turns him into three different timelines, I was like, oh shit, this <laughs> son of a bitch. Okay, this is this is what we're doing. Okay, this we're doing this. All right, we're we're just, okay. Fuck. All right, man. Let's let's go for it then. You know, and it's really tough, man. Right. You know, <laughs> it's, but you it's, see, but you see in the first issue of. The first volume, you see Da Vinci do the math, and you see him write the number out 2060. Mm-hmm. That was the years old. He called his, like, that was creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, the level of detail that has to go, like, that. that's what I, you hear people talk about the process of writing a comic book and telling a story. I would love to hear him talk. Because it'd be like, yeah, so... Because right. here's my, like, I want him to show me his master timeline, which I know he has. I mean, we always joke about Kevin Feige and them, but like Hickman is at a different level because, like I said, that that is just that's ridiculous. Like you said, a lot of this again. I feel like every single one of these podcasts we do, if you haven't read these things before, you might be a little confused. But then what's going to happen is we're going to get to the next podcast. And you're going to go back and listen to this one and go like, and now I get it because I feel like that's what happened when we talked about that the the agent you know the secret secret warriors and again issue twenty five now makes sense with with all the 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 the, the zodiac the 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 you know uh, the the code names what uh, Da Vinci was after why he wanted those things like all that stuff matters right and all that stuff made sense um, especially when you look at the timeline um, with this stuff. Like you said, seeing Nathaniel when he goes to try to stop uh, the night machine, which is Nikola Tesla. And, <laughs> which is and, awesome. Right. And way. literally splits into... And, and you never see him again, right? No. You see them split into different versions of himself. But then if you, were, if you look at something, go back, and when you read Fantastic Four, you're going to see some of that again. You see all of it. You see all of it again in The Great Hunt. And it's like... It's holy shit. Like, how did you. And you didn't see which read is birthed by which thing. Like, it's. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. Because, like, cause the great beast read eventually says, so you're his actual thing. He says, yes. I think I hate this read even more now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, the whole thing about delaying the apocalypse was just to give a father back his son. Like it's legitimately beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and the story starts here because, like you said, Nikola Tesla and Howard Stern. The thing which, excuse me. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, and, yeah. You know, it, 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 you know, you, you get this. You get the. Um, you know, you get, you get, this is, this is Howard Stark when they're in the car talking about leaving. He's like, um, he's like, Howard says, I, um, it's for the best. It is. I love my family. I do Nathaniel, but they covered my time seeking every spare moment for themselves. When I know I have more important things to do than play father, I felt myself growing more resentful. So I chose to leave before it became something more. It was a logical choice. It was selfish. Yes, I suppose it is. Uh, I, I, yes, I suppose it was that also, you know, that's. And then when you think about it, and you look back at Tony, right, mm-hmm. and, and how Tony turns out, like this all makes sense. And then look at, and then compare Tony to Reed. To Reed, 
You know, it's it's yeah. it's, it's just you get you get Hickman's idea. This is this is how he sees those characters. Like, if you want to know what he thinks of of Iron Man and what he thinks of Mister Fantastic, read the the series. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. All right. You know, and and then the funny thing about it is through all this stuff, you still get this 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 um the ending with um uh uh, uh with, with with uh howard writing that letter leaving that letter for 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 tony my dearest anthony this machine contains a full record of all things i believe that to matter according to what a little wisdom i have i leave it it all to you in the hopes that it will both inform and inspire you to be something better than the man i was and eventually the man i became i want you to understand that this is a simple world made complex by the most mediocre of men if I leave you with one thing, if there's one single thought that you should carry with you for all your life, let it be this. See things clearly. You must be able to recognize what this world is lacking, diagnose it, then find it an elegant solution to make it better. And to do that, uh, and how do you do that, you might ask? It's easier than you might think. Clear your mind of everything except the problem you're trying to solve, and then visualize how to fix it. Truly see it with your mind's eye. See it, son. Just close your eyes and see it, then you'll know. Everything begins with an idea. Everything begins with an image. And when you have that, you build. And if that doesn't fucking explain Tony fucking Stark, <laughs> I if that if, I mean, because I mean, at one point in the Avengers series, they come in, they say they got to get Tony. Why? Because he's a builder. What is he doing? He's building something. He sees a problem. He can fix it. no matter what you have. You can have. You can. You can hate Tony. You can say he's not the smartest person in the room. You can say he's too arrogant. You can say whatever you fucking want. That motherfucker can build. It's, it's when Reed's talking to uh, Steve about it. He says, yeah. "Look, I'm smarter than Tony. It's smarter, than him, but it's there." Right. But. I am great at a single task. He is the greatest multitasker of all time. Yes. He's just like, what are you doing? Building weapons? Yeah. Really? <laughs> what weapon? Mm, weapons? weapons. <laughs> right. The weapons like, file is robust. Right. I mean, it's like, that's what it is. And, and again, it all comes back to this, right? And it's like, right. this is, you see the, the, when you read this, and again, it's so funny because this is a series that, you know, I'm going to still say 2011, the end in 2011, even though we know it ended in 2018. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but like, but this is a series that's not like this is like, you know, 1960 and this is the foundation of the. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not that at all. But you can see how it so, so, so nicely fits into everything that came before it, right? It doesn't upset anything. Like, nothing here. That you read about Nathaniel or, or Howard or even Shield upsets anything you know before about those. If anything, it only bolsters your understanding of those. It's like, of course, our read is this way. Of course, he has a family. Of course, no matter how crazy, because because before that part, I read about um, Howard talking about leaving his family. Before then, like Howard was getting on to Nathaniel because he had taken too long to say goodbye. To read, he had gotten out, of the, you know, to, to which, his, which is the scene we were shown in Fantastic Four, right? We're shown him in that suit right. saying goodbye to Reed, saying, I'm going away for a while, and I don't know when I'll be back, right? But he says, like, I'm, but he's in, 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 and Howard's like, Well, I mean, and Howard's like, Well, you're not gonna come back, you, you know, this, right? You're not coming back. He's like, I have to believe I am, I am gonna come back, right? And, and so that's the difference, that's the thing, that's that, it, hope right? versus, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's the difference between the two. And then you see how their sons later on grow up and what they do. 
and and how they are. It's the you know nature versus nurture type deal a little bit, and you can see it, right? And you also get it when you see the other reach, like you know, and what they have and don't have. And well, like that, so. at the very core of it comes how do they face the end of the world? Mm-hmm. Tony builds weapons and Reed builds a life raft. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, like that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yep. What are we going to lose versus what can we say? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and that's just that's what makes this thing work so well. Because like I said, without all with all the high mindedness, with all the the craziness that's going on, Michelangelo being basically Doctor Manhattan, Nikola Tesla basically being a <laughs> cyborg, like all this stuff is so sounds so fucking crazy. But then when you read it, and then again, there are things that pick up. Like I, I, again, like. I'm I'm still because we kept mentioning this during the WandaVision, but the whole Amortis thing is just it's one of those things that uh, okay you just tip, you tip your cap you're like bravo uh, right it's just okay bravo what are we gonna do it's what we're doing all right this is how we're handling all right and, and and for me I think this this is the first version of what we're gonna get different versions of going forward mm-hmm. this is the distillation of kind of and what's wild for me is that kind of dovetails with kind of my view on that's why I love this so much because I agree with it on a very basic level. The idea that the human machine with pointing the right direction can achieve anything. Mm-hmm. Can stave off the extinction of man. Like that's and it's, it's there's a very there's a lot of dour and, and, and low notes in this, but in there's that note of hope that given the ability we could, the human machine can achieve anything. Right. And it's said very explicitly, and it's very on the nose, but it's also like, you're getting Hickman's view on the world. Like that's, and, that, and by the way, that's how at the core you have to look at superheroes. Mm-hmm. The idea that we can be better. The, the, the most recent Justice League, just, uh, the dark uh, Justice League um, death metal stuff, that stuff at the core says we can be better than our, than who we are. And that is the core of every superhero story. That yes, we acknowledge who we are, our basis instincts, and the ability within us to rise above them. And he does that here and makes a compelling fucking case for rising above. Like, this is the why of superheroes. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, you can choose. You, you can choose. I mean, one is on a dead earth. I mean, yeah. I mean, Newton gets Newton gets what he wants, walking around a dead earth. Look, you can choose. You wanted it. It's it's a compelling thesis. Mm. Like this whole thing. These what's wild is yes, we're gonna do a bunch of issues on Fantastic Four might be two. We're gonna do we did a bunch of issues the first one twenty eight. This is twelve issues. Mm -hmm. We could talk for another hour because. It's just, it's basically, if it was, hey, this is a master's level class, I need you to explain the why of superheroes. Why, why is it appealing? Why does it make sense? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I feel like both of the Secret Warriors and this, you, you start off, you keep them under an hour because you're going to have to come back to them when you start hitting the big ones, right? Once, because what, what happens next is... Fantastic Four is next, right? Yeah, Fantastic Four yes. is next, and this is where Marvel decided. Oh, right. actually, we may do a sidetrack because I don't know if timeline-wise, Ultimates might be next. No, Fantastic Four is next in Ultimates. Sorry. Go yeah, 
but like this is this is where after doing these the, these high strangeness weird things, Marvel decided, you know what? Let's give him the first family, see what he can do. He's already been talking a little bit. He did a little talking about with Nathaniel Rich. Apparently, he has a he has a Fantastic Four story to tell. So let's let's, let's see what happens when we give him Fantastic Four. So they decided to give him the first family of Marvel to write a story, and it's a it's a hell of a story that you're we're going to come back to Shield. We have to come back. Like there's some things I've decided purposely not to go down a path on right now. Because we need to talk, we need to be in the Fantastic Four series to really talk about them. We keep mentioning the Nathaniel Richards stuff, but this is everything. I mean, we're in the what was it, the Forever City again? Mm-hmm. We're down yeah. there again, which is where the Illuminati end up hiding during Time Runs Out. By the way, yes, again, it's. Just... <laughs> he said, "We hang out this place." My father told me about it once. Yeah. Like it's crazy what they pull off. <laughs> Just and I think this is this is where I'm I, I get excited for finally doing these back to back to back. Is that there's now we we have no time to breathe. Like I said, no. me going back and reading Shield after doing Secret Wars, maybe go back and look at issue twenty five, I have to read it like three times again because I'm like, Oh wait, now and look at the timeline too, and like, wait, this nineteen sixty one we were 1960, 61 is when the war started in the Forever City and between uh, Da Vinci and, and, and Newton. And holy shit, this is what you we're doing. It. Right. You start seeing it, you're like, oh, no wonder he doesn't give a shit about what you guys are doing. <laughs> He's got bigger fish to fry. He's like, you know how little your shit matters? If I don't get my shit right, right. Doesn't, your shit wouldn't even count, bro. Yeah, it just doesn't even matter anymore, yo. So, again, that makes sense. And then you, But then you also see it. You see where they start getting some of the things from um, and, and, and pulling them in. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just... Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't really have anything else to say now because, like I said, a lot of what I want to say will probably come when we after we do or when we start doing Fantastic Four. Like you said, I think we gotta we gotta do a, it's at least two ish two episodes on that. Yeah. One. Yeah. Um. We will probably come back to that middle of late July just because uh, one, there's more to read, and two, we gotta finish up Invincible and we gotta do a pull list. Um. But sure. yeah, we will, we will, we will be, whew, yeah. Also, we're going to need some time. I'm going to need, because I know it started happening with S.H.I.E.L.D. I know I'm going to have to start reading and I'm going to go start flipping between, because this is, this is where the syllabus really starts coming in handy and where you got to start writing notes and you got to start writing page numbers and taking screenshots and going back and reading, because this is where, this is where it starts. This is, it should have already yeah. started, but this is where it really, 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 really starts. <laughs> It gets really thick soon. Yeah, it gets really thick. <laughs> You're gonna need to do the readings. You're gonna need to do the readings. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, before yeah. we do that, we'll put out the we'll put it out somehow where it's gonna start and for for Fantastic Four in case you do one reading. Yeah, de- definitely. We'll um, you know, what we'll do is uh, we'll drop the reading list for that on the pull list. That makes sense. There you go, smart man. Yeah, it's a smart man. So we'll we'll drop on um, what we're reading. Uh, for Fantastic Four on the pull list. Um, and like I said, we'll come back. We'll take a break from this. Let our, I was going to say let our brains relax a little bit. We're going to do. We're gonna finish up Invincible next. So maybe not. 
So and then and after that we do the pull list where I got to catch up on X Men. So yeah, no, no, oh, our no. brains are our, oh, yeah, our brains are our brains are just gonna be fried. I know, and that's and that's also Hickman because we're doing X. So Chris, you have no idea what they've done to you. No, I don't. I don't. Oh so, no. Yeah, I know. So I, I got I got plenty of of, of time to uh, yeah. So I'm I'm not prepared, but let's do this. So um. All right, folks. Um, also, if you head over to Premium, you will you'll find our second episode of Loki coming out soon, um, as well as on movie trailer reviews. We are be we're, uh, Ro and Brandon and myself are reviewing uh, the animated film Luca. So, stay tuned for all that, and uh, we will be back soon. So, again, folks, thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.